Hello guys, happy Sunday. Um, I just wanted to come on here real quick and share something that recently came to mind because I've been reading this Twin Flame guidebook uh, by this author named Katie Courage. I don't know if that's like their, you know, author like brand or whatever. Uh, anyways, um, or their, what is it called? Like their alter ego. Anyways, but um, I just wanted to come on here and talk about Twin Flames because it's it's a journey. So it's going to be different uh, layers to it. It's like a freaking onion, you know, peel back one layer and there's like more. Um, but one thing that I was thinking about recently was that... It's frustrating even when you talk to people that are spiritual. They even try to tell you like, oh, you probably have a fake twin. You know, there's this person might be like a catalyst to your true twin flame that's coming into your life. Um, and that all may be true, right? But they don't know what I know. <laughs> you know, it's like I could see how somebody could see that from the outside. But they don't know what I've been through. They don't know the whole story. Um, and I think she tried to tell me, like, oh, her and her twin were together for, like, three years before they finally uh, separated. And and that he never treated her like shit. And not to say that mine did, um, but I guess she perceived it as, you know, that he didn't treat me well. And I understood everything how it unraveled for us like why he did what he did and why I reacted the way that I reacted so it's not like it was one person to blame you know it takes two so I just thought it was weird that she was telling me these things because I'm like thinking aren't you supposed to be like my encourager you know uh somebody that agrees on this journey and not just trying to challenge me about it because I know what is true. And so for me, um, I was just like, I know, I know what this is, you know, nobody can tell me different. Um, but my point is, is that I was reading this book where, um, this author is talking about when they, before they met their twin, they had a dream about them. And, and I had a dream about him, <laughs> you know, so nobody can tell me this is not what it is because I had a dream about him before I met him and, and yeah. And so this author was then going on about saying how this person, when they finally met them, they felt these feelings that they didn't understand why. You know, and they were actually in a relationship with somebody else when they met their twin. So they were just like, why do I feel these feelings towards this person? And that kind of pretty much explains how I felt because I understand what that's like because I felt that. And this person, they were saying like they don't even know how that happened or what um, what happened that made them feel that way. Like it was just instant. And that happened to me instantly and and for me it was actually he smiled at me and I just 
instantly it went to my soul. Um, because prior to that, I had seen him maybe two, three days before that. And, and it wasn't until he smiled at me this one particular day that it, it hit different. <laughs> it just really, it did me in. And, uh, I've never felt that before in my life. Um, it was almost like love at first sight, but you know, not at first sight, but you know what I'm saying? Um, love at first smile. <laughs> but, um, they were saying how when they finally got to be together, you know, it was great. And then they were saying how they had a soul shock moment when they would tell their twin how they felt. And, and then that person started retreating away from them and they were shocked because they were the type of person that they always got what they wanted. And, and that, and that's the way that this author is describing it is like, that's how I feel because I've always gotten what I wanted when I go after somebody or something, I usually get it, you know? (laughs) Um, and so it was weird because for them, they were saying that this person rejected them. You know, they were being short with them in their responses. They even blocked them on social media. Um, and, and also it says this is all too common in the twin flame experience, the hot and cold back and forth, the push and pull. It was like being on a seesaw. And when they, oh my God, when they said that in the book, I'm just like, yes, that's exactly what I was going through because when we were dating, it was always as hot and cold, hot and cold. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to deal with today. (laughs) Um, and it was driving me nuts. And I kept thinking, I cannot be in a relationship with somebody that's this, you know, that's this undecisive, you know, indecisive or whatever. Um, and it was, it was making me want to like give up, but I still wanted to see it through because I didn't want to give up. You know, I'm not the type of person I'm in sales. Like I don't give up, you know, I like, I'm very persistent. Like it's in me to keep going. Um, which is sometimes a bad thing, but (laughs) I don't want to give up easily. And I felt like this connection was so strong that I was like, I need to see this through. Like, I just need to like keep going and, maybe it will finally happen. And so, um, let me see what in this book it says here. When, like, I'm going to read this part. It says when, when she, when she, I can't even talk. (laughs) When she first physically went away, I went into another soul shock. I have never been so sad about an adult person in my entire life. Her absence took me to my knees. It was the saddest and most lonely I've ever felt. Um, and it says here, and I usually don't feel emotions except love very strongly, but this bowled me over. Um, and then another part they said. And so they were just basically saying, like, this was the hardest uh, sense of loss that they felt, you know. <clears throat> and and I can totally relate to that because I've I've been through heartbreak you know, in my eight year relationship, that was a pretty brutal one. And then my, the one with my ex two years ago and recent summer, that one was really hard too. Um, but this one for me, it just felt like we didn't even get to start. You know what I mean? Like 
we were so close um, to that new beginning and and it got taken away. And I was just like, I don't I don't get it. Like, why? <laughs> why did it have to get taken away so soon when it was the way I thought it was going really good? Um, and it was funny because it, it was weird, too, because even before I started um, that journey or whatever, meeting him, I kind of had a feeling that I was going to meet him, too. So it was just weird how that happened. And... And yeah, and so I was telling my friend last week, I just feel like this is the hardest breakup that I've ever been through, like legit. And so, um, it, it's just, it's just different. It, it hits so much different, a lot different than, than the other two. Um, because one thing that people say about being in these regular karmic relationships is that you love the people with your mind and your heart. And I did. I love these two people, uh, these two individuals with my mind and my heart. But with my twin, I loved him with my soul, like my entire being, like my entire soul. Um, so that's why they call it the the soul connection. You know what I mean? Because it's not the mind and the heart that's in the way. It's it's the freaking soul that loves this person. Um and and you miss them terribly too and i've never missed some, nobody as much as i've missed him like i miss him every day um I try not to get emotional right now but yeah it's just it's like you experience um like grief cuz you you do feel a huge loss but um but yeah, nobody can tell me <laughs> that I've never experienced uh, this twin or that he's a fake twin because deep down, I'm, I've known this even before I found out about the twin journey, that he was my soulmate. Um, and he never, he was, he never treated me like crap or anything like that. So I've been in toxic relationships where, you know, like, particularly like my last one, he was always taking and I was always giving and to the point where he was just draining my energy you know and understandably so because he was not in a place to be able to give back and I'm not, I don't blame him for that you know I don't blame him for how things turned out in our relationship but um but yeah this this love is um uh, eternal like it's infinite I don't ever feel like I'll ever feel this way again for anybody so yeah I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna end it there and um play some music and I appreciate you guys listening and you have a good night what's up guys Bella here um just wanted to come on here real quick as a continuation from yesterday, because I was super emotional. You know, we recently uh, came into the new moon, so you can also blame it on that. <laughs> um, but I've been reading this guidebook again and learning a lot about the Twin Flame journey and also 
apparently how one twin awakens first before the other one. So I like to think that I'm the one that woke up first um, because I, I just love this one part right here. It says, um, like, you can't describe how you feel for this person. Um, so this is just like, like the author's describing, um, when, when, you know, when you're in that puppy love face with, with your twin, um, like when this part, she says, when we would end up on a call or a FaceTime call, I would grin from ear to ear. The closest way I can describe it is like when you fall in love for the first time, it's like you cannot see anyone else. No one else exists for you. The love is pure and it takes you over completely. You don't know why, but you love this person unconditionally and sometimes and sometimes in a very short amount of time. Time is compressed. Things move much more quickly than normal. The feelings come on fast and strong and they're undeniable, at least usually for the twin who awakens first. The awakened twin cannot deny the feeling. Sometimes the other twin will deny the feeling. Sometimes he or she will be closed off to feeling such bliss. Perhaps his or her heart isn't awakened as fully as the first twin who recognizes the power of this love first. There are countless uh, different scenarios based on my experience and research, but there are some common denomina denominators too. And you can put faith in those common denominators. So I just totally resonate with this because I, even though I try to take things slow with him when we first started dating, my feelings were all over the place, like so strong, I just couldn't, it was like I was trying to stop the train, but it was just going really, really fast. And I remember this one talk that we had vividly, he told me like, you're just moving too fast <laughs> and I'm trying to slow down. <laughs> and it was because our energies were not matching, you know, like, I, I mean, of course I wanted to take my time because I never felt this before. So I wanted to do it right. But I couldn't help myself, you know, and I don't know why I just felt like I loved him unconditionally. And I've never been able to love like that before. So, oh my gosh, it's overwhelming. Even reading this, it's just like, just pure confirmation um, that this stuff is legit. Like it's, it's it's un you can't describe it, you know what I mean? That's why people don't get it because they have to experience this love in order to understand it. Um anyways, so I'm trying to like do a bunch of things at once, you know, like focus on me, doing what I need to do, but this guidebook has really helped me to understand like what I'm going through. And of course, I saw a bunch of synchronicities today and even like in phone numbers and uh, the cards that I was pulling tonight. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just been really interesting. But, and also I finally found the chapter that I was trying to find yesterday where she talked about the chapter is called The Worst Heartbreak You've Ever Experienced. So I'll read this one part. Um. Being on the twin flame journey is not for the faint of heart. Imagine the greatest love you've ever known. Then imagine that love being taken from you time and time again. Um, 
like a scene from the movie Groundhog Day, every time you go through a physical or emotional separation. Um, so it says, imagine the worst comment someone has made to you in your life that stabbed you deep into the heart and then magnify that by a thousand. Imagine all you want to do is see and be with your beloved and seemingly there are walls all around you and all around your twin too. Walls that are thousands of feet high and seemingly impossible to penetrate. This is what twin flame heartbreak looks and feels like. In fact, it hurts so bad it's difficult to put into words. When my twin and I physically separated, I felt the greatest sense of palpable loss and sadness I had ever felt. Um, and then there are the feelings of missing someone so deeply that you feel like you could just die. Luckily, I was able to learn how to transmute this feeling of loss and missing someone and replace it with the golden light of unconditional love and radiate, radiate that out to my beloved. Um, that is the only thing that can give me comfort when the feeling of separation and loss washes over me. It really is a matter of mastering and controlling your own thoughts. The only thing I can compare it to is when a child is misbehaving, redirecting that child to a more productive, fruitful and placing activity on the next page, I can give you four simple steps to transmute the feeling of loss and missing your beloved. So basically she's talking about like you basically acknowledge your feelings that you feel, take deep healing breaths, you meditate, which I've been doing that a lot, <laughs> um, praying if you need to, and then you start imagining and shift the intense feeling of love you have for your divine counterpart. And then basically like concentrate on the love that you feel for yourself. And then also think about those feelings and then you send that energy outward to your intended beloved. So it's like basically acknowledging your feelings, just really focusing on what you love, how you love yourself and just really transmuting basically means like transforming, like transforming that energy from bad to good, you know, just so that you can get it to not stay stagnant in your energy, you know what I mean, so anyways, so it's just, um, I'm so thankful for this book, <laughs> because um, one of the good things too that I was talking about was how when you start focusing your thoughts on good things, miracles start to happen, and Today, I was really fighting to be positive, you know. I was just like, you know, feeling emotional from yesterday's podcast still. I still had like that sad energy going on today. And then um, I, I, I got some good news from one of my friends. And um, and I, I just really, it just really made my day. <laughs> so it's just interesting that when you start focusing on good things, that's when the universe kind of like helps you out, you know, to stay positive. Um, and another thing too, that this book talks about is that there's a mysterious red thread that you might stumble upon throughout different instances throughout your, your, what, throughout your day. And she said that she found like six of them, like in a parking lot or like randomly at some restaurant I don't know like weird things like in her garden you know like 
and she asked her fellow twin people that were in her journey to, that they were also in the twin flame journey if they found like you know red threads and they all said that they did so it's kind of weird <laughs> so I'm trying to think if I found any red threads but I don't think I have but I'm gonna keep a look I'm gonna keep an eye out for that now that I kind of know about it but then again that could be the law of attraction what you focus on is going to show up in front of you but I don't know um anywho so I just I just feel thankful that I am on this journey even though it is super challenging um I feel like it has really taught me a lot in such a short amount of time and I feel like I'm 100 steps ahead of my twin um I don't know how far behind he is, but by the looks of it, um, <laughs> I mean, I can't speak for him because I have obviously I haven't talked to him, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask him in my dreams tonight. Where are you at in your spiritual walk? <laughs> so um, because that's one of the things about the twin flame journey that you can talk to each other um, through your dreams and we have had conversations in my dreams. I just didn't want to talk about it on here because it's too, I don't know, kind of freaks me out. <laughs> um, it's just very intimate stuff that I don't think it's, you know, applicable for a podcast. But, um, but just know that we have had conversations and, uh, and even intimate moments, so... And at least that's one of the good things about it, that it's like, even though we're not uh, physically here together, I know that in the 5D, uh, we're actually still together. So I know I probably sound like a crazy person, (laughs) but that's because you're not on the twin flame journey. So unless you've been on this journey, you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, But if you are, if you are on this journey, feel free to call in share your side of things the lines are still open you guys call in (laughs) um but yeah i just um and and it's funny because one of the things that the book was talking about is how their twin knew the the things that she was thinking and that also happened with us too and even though we've been in separation sort of like there's times when I will, um, interact with him and then I would think in my head, I bet you he's going to do this and then he'll do it. And it's weird because I wasn't even sure if he was going to do it. Cause I was just thinking in my head and then he did it. And I was just kind of like, Oh crap, I was right. And then, um, one of the last times that we had an argument, like he, he told me that he had a feeling that I was going to do something and then I did it. (laughs) So he already knows me too. Um, but yeah, I think right now things are not, um, not very good as far as like our interactions because there's not any interaction, but, um, but, you know, I totally understand it, and I'm not trying to uh, reach out or anything like that because it's it's not the right time. 
And so this is one of those things that you just have to let go and, and let God, you know what I mean? So I trust it. Um, I keep getting messages from him to trust him. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm just going to keep trusting, keep doing me, focus on myself and, and the rest will follow. So, but yeah, I just wanted to come on here real quick and, and share that tidbit of information and um (laughs) yeah this is this is a long crazy journey but this is what's going to help me um tap into my own spirituality and my gifts that I really want to work on um so that I can become a better version of myself I already feel like I've grown so much as a person because I'm not giving into anger whenever situations present themselves. Like I would usually, the old me would be like quick to get angry at people. And now I just kind of like, I'm more Zen and I'm just like coming out of love, you know, and just being loving to people, um, which is weird. I almost feel like, like I'm a, I don't know, like, like a spiritual being, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Um, and I keep getting, like, confirmations from my angels, you know, that I'm protected. So it feels really good. Like, even the other day I woke up and I had, like, this feather on my shoulder. <laughs> but I'm sure it's because of my down pillow, whatever, comforter thing. But, like, one of the angels, Archangel Michael, um, one of his symbols are, are the feathers. Like, he protects you and... That's one of his symbols is the feather. So I just kind of felt like he was protecting me. And it's weird because it was sitting on my shoulder. So, um, And then when I was pulling some readings, like on my tarot readings that I pulled a card, his card came out, the 444. That's usually his number too. And so I've been seeing 444 for the past few days now. I even saw it today. And it was just like, you know, confirmation that, Hey, I'm protecting you. Like you, you, I got your back. So, so it feels good. Um, so yeah, I have no idea how far my twin is on his journey, but I'm sure he's uh starting to look up twin flames or something like that. <laughs> I know for sure he probably listens to this podcast, um, which is fine uh, if he does. But, um, no judgment (laughs) because I know if I were me, I mean, like if I I know I am me, (laughs) I know if I were him and and like my twin was had a podcast and they would be talking about things like this, I definitely would be listening. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so anyways, but, but yeah, everybody's going to grow on their own timing and it's weird because they say that usually the they call us a divine feminine and then the other person is a divine masculine right so they say that the divine feminine usually is the one that wakes up first um and that makes sense because the author in this book she's a divine feminine and she woke up first you know with her connection and being aware of 
of what was going on before her divine masculine realized what was going on. So, um, so yeah, so eventually he's going to catch up to me. Um, that's usually how it goes. And it's funny too, because that reminds me too, like when we're initially dating, you know how you talk to people about like, so when did you like, you know, start liking me and stuff like that. So we had that type, that type of conversation and he had said that he didn't realize that he had a crush on me until somebody else pointed it out to him that they saw the way that he would look at me. Um, and then that's when he started realizing, oh, and it's funny because I would have thought he would have known, but you know how guys are. They're just very simple and they're, you know, they're very like laser focused. They're not like their minds are wired differently than us females. So, um, and another thing too, that happened last week, that was really strange. Speaking of synchronicities, I was reading this one girl, she does tarot readings on, on Instagram and she did a reading and she said that while she was meditating, she saw the divine masculine talking to somebody about his divine feminine and how he was smiling. He has such a beautiful smile smiling from ear to ear and talking about her to somebody. And then she said his name, like his exact name. And I'm not going to say it on here, but she said, I heard the name and then she said his name and I, I my mouth dropped cause I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> and they said that he had like this bad boy vibe. And I was like, yep, that's him. Um, but, um, yeah, that, that really shook me. I was just like, that's a really creepy coincidence that she said his name on the reading. Um, so stuff like that will happen. That's like, okay, this is definitely confirming on so many levels. But anyways, I don't even know where else this podcast is going right now. I'm, it's so late right now. I'm about to go to bed. But, um, but yeah, I just wanted to come on here and share about that. This Twin Flame guidebook is my saving grace at this point. <laughs> and of course, meditating and, and doing what I need to do to stay busy. But um, but yeah, that's, that's all I really wanted to share tonight. And thanks for listening and call in. If you'd like to give your two cents, love to hear from you guys. Good night.